While we may try to believe we don't judge someone on, based on their appearance or actions, it happens all the time. This is a problem not only applicable to the outside world, but it is everywhere, even in churches. Join us today as we go through the many ways people are prejudged and see them as God sees them, his loved ones. It's easy to love the lovable, but Jesus came so we can love the unloved, no matter who they are. Well, hello everybody. This is Marcus. And Trisha. And we are... The Messengers. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I know that's a surprise to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, whoa, nobody knows our name. <laughs> uh, well, if they didn't know our name, they wouldn't be listening, right? That's right. Okay. I, that was, I was being facetious. Oh, okay. See? Well, I can't even spell it. Sarcastic. Wait. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, enough of the tomfoolery, right? Whatever. We well, are tomfoolery. We are. Well, not really tom, but... <laughs> anyway, we'll get into today's show. We're talking about prejudice. Right. And that has um, become so prevalent in our society today. It's like you can hardly turn on the news without seeing someone upset by someone else. Well, that's why we stopped watching the news. I know. It's, it's terrible. It is. So the real problem that we have is these extremists who take one thing and can ruin the whole truth for everyone. Yeah. This is true, though, even in the church today. Right. So let's look at the definition of what Dictionary.com calls prejudice. It says, any preconceived opinion or feeling, either favorable or unfavorable. Yeah, so that's kind of like not just negative, but it's positive, positive too. Right. You know, we're just not, we shouldn't judge each other by just what we see. Right. And this, we're going to talk about some different ways uh, prejudice can happen. So, first of all, we're going to talk about against the denominations, denominations of, of the churches. Yeah. yeah. So, there are many kinds of prejudice, like we said, but we can see them in our own Christian societies. There are many different kinds of denominations, and although we tend to get judgmental about them sometimes, we need to remember that we are all children of God. Right. There are specific things that really are taught wrong, but everyone who believes in Christ and asks him into their lives is saved. And we will hear more about that at the end of this episode. Right. So we're going to look at uh, Romans 10, verses 9 through 10. And when we, we, at the end of every episode, we always do a prayer of salvation. And this is one of the uh, scriptures we always use. But this time, we're going to be looking out of this out of the NIV version. So this is Romans 10, verses 9 through 10, once again out of the NIV. So it sounds a little bit different. So it yeah. says, If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. Amen. So that's a really good promise that he makes. Mm-hmm. It makes it really kind of easy to just trust. And if you believe in your heart, that's all, you know, and confess with your mouth. Yeah. It's not, some people make it so difficult to become saved. You know, some people make it out to be this huge, difficult, long thing. But really, it's simply a heart change. Well, what they do is they make it about themselves. That's why they make it so difficult, because they make it about a works-based uh, feeling or a yeah. works-based 
thing, you know, how many works you've done, what you can do, what you should do, what you have to do. Right. And it's not about that at all. Absolutely not. And these people are missing out on so much here on earth that God has planned for them. But they are saved if they've said that. So we need to help our fellow brothers and sisters see the truth and bring them into the light of the graciousness and mercy of God. That's right. So we also need to watch our words and how we talk about other denominations. Yeah. We were talking to our son the other night, and he thought that the Baptists were a cult. <laughs> we need to teach our youth today about the truth and not just speaking negatively about our brothers and sisters. So in John 17, we hear Jesus' own words on how he longs for us to be. Now you need to pay close attention to this because it really kind of, it can get a little confusing. It says, My prayer is not for them alone. I pray for those also who will believe in me for their message, that all of them may be one, Father, that you are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one. I in them and you in me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. The world will know that you have sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. That's right. So basically Jesus just um, prayed for all of us believers from that time, the early church, all the way through until the end of time. Everybody. He, that's right. He just wants all of us to be in unity. Everybody. <laughs> right? You sound like you're Everybody. from Texas. Yeah. <laughs> we just, I want to back up and say that the Baptists are not a cult. We do not believe that. Right. They are, they are separate, separate denomination than we happen to be, but they, we love them and we know that even though they may not have it all right, no denomination may have it all right. So we just wanted to, I just wanted to clear that up in case, you know, somebody thought we were actually thinking they were The messengers are bashing on the Baptist, man. No. What's up with them? We love them, right? We (laughs) We love love them. We should love everybody, right? That's right. And we want to lead everyone to the truth. Right. So... So let's talk about people individually. Okay, let's do that. Let's do that, yeah. Sometimes it's easy for our negative thoughts to go out to others outside the church. Mm -hmm. There are many people around us who can be easily spotted that they don't know God or walk in His ways. But we must remember that we don't know where they are with God and and their relationship with Him. Right. There may be some people who are just new to their faith Mm -hmm. and have not given up their old ways yet. We just really don't know where they are. It's sometimes easy to look around and scoff at people because they don't do things the way we believe they should be done. But we need to remember that we were all sinners at some time, and, you know, we even sin every day. There's something that we do wrong, and it may not be um, a terrible, horrible thing that you can see right away or anything like that but there's little things that we do because that's our nature that's unfortunately how the fallen nature works right 
we don't know exactly where that person is with God and how far they've come to get to where they are. You know, they may have, like we said, just new to the faith and they're just starting. They may have a different way of having a relationship with God and that we don't see. We, we just don't know their relationship until we sit down and talk to them and they tell us. But if you're just looking at someone, you know, in the mall or walking around, you can't really do that. Right. And we have to love each other the way that God loves us. Amen. All right, so let's look at uh, some more scriptures. Sound like a plan? Sounds good to me. All right, so let's look at Romans 12, verses 10. And uh, these next two are going to be out of the NIV. So Romans 12, 10 says, Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. And then a couple more lines down in Romans 12, 16, it says, Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. And that is in the Word of God. Right. <laughs> so, got to do that. his own sentence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. And so there's one more we're going to look at. Uh, Philippians 2, verses 1 through 4. And this is actually out of the English Standard Version. This is uh, titled, Christ's Example of Humility. It says, So if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord, and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. That's right. Did you hear that? Yes. <laughs> Let each of you look not only on his own interest, but also in the interest of others. Very good. He kind of like laid it all out there, didn't right. he? Yeah. It's a road map almost. Just remember, it's What's not it? about you. That's right. It's about God. <laughs> it's about God. So let's move on to the... Our so clothing. <laughs> the things that we wear or <laughs> sometimes don't wear. <laughs> all right. So we're talking right. about clothing. So right. another area that we seem to have problems with is people and the way they dress. That's a hard one. So many young people go to extremes to barely clothe their bodies. This is largely because of the depravity in society has changed so much. Changed so much from even 50 years ago, what it used to be. It's, it's crazy. So we can see like through the different eras that clothes have become less and less, <laughs> much to the chagrin of those of us who know how important our bodies are to be respected and how sacred they are to Christ. So it is easy to kind of judge those people and those, those young people and those girls and oh, I can't believe she's wearing that. But, but it is important to remember that it's a whole new world today and we need to love them and love them to the truth. But again, we cannot judge these people solely on what they wear or don't wear. We do not know where they are with Christ and how far they have come. Right. We can't say that enough about this with prejudice. So we're going to tell you a little story from Andrew Womack. There was a, he's a preacher. He was a, he was a preacher of a church at that time. Now he's kind of an international... Sensation. Yeah, he's a speaker and he's a teacher. Yeah. But while he was preaching in one, in one of his churches, 
there was a lady that came in and she was from a nudist colony. So, but she got saved and she was really on fire for God. But she didn't have a lot of clothes. So the things that she did have were kind of skimpy and showed a lot of skin and things like that. Well, <laughs> the women of that church were not very happy about that. So they said that... Well, they wanted her out of the church, basically. They were like, you can't let this lady come in here wearing, or not wearing what she's not wearing, you know? Yeah. She, it's, it's crazy. And Andrew said, no, I'm not going to kick her out of the church. She is a, you know, she's a, she's new, a new convert. Believer. She, you know, it'll come around. And it did. She got to looking around, I guess, one day, and she said, you know, I think I'd like to have a dress like that or some nice clothes like that. And so all the women <laughs> of the church were very eager to go out and buy her some nice clothes. Right. But that's what happens is if people are in a new relationship with God, if, if they were to kick her out of the church like they wanted or something like that, her whole relationship with God could have ended. Right. And there's no telling how many lives that lady touched just when she became a Christian and just her area of life. So we can't right. judge others. Exactly. All right, so let's look at some more uh, scriptures. This was the Matthew 7, verses 1 through 5. It's out of the NIV, and it's about judging others. It says, Do not judge, or you too will be judged. We could probably just stop there. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. But it continues on in verse 2. It says, For the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? Yikes. How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? Hmm. You hypocrite. First take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck out of your brother's eye. Yeah, that's a good one. That really hits home, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> And then James 4, verses 11 through 12, and this is out of the Amplified. It says, Believers, do not speak against or slander one another. He who speaks self-righteously against a brother or judges his brother hypocritically speaks against the law and judges the law. If you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge of it. There is only one lawgiver and judge, the one who is able to save and to destroy the one God who has the absolute power of life and death. But who are you to hypocritically or self-righteously pass judgment on your own neighbor? And we've talked about that a lot too. Who is the neighbor? Even in the Bible they're asking, well, who is my neighbor? And he was like, everyone is your neighbor. <laughs> Treat everyone this way. So let's move on to favoritism forbidden. Right. We see that. James 2, 1 through 13 warns us all about favoritism and how dangerous it is for all of us. We are to show love and mercy to everyone. Right. Now, we're not going to read all of James 2, 1 through 13, but we're going to hit on a couple of different uh, uh, lines. Here's, the first one is James 2, 8 through 9. This is out of the NIV. It says, If, if you really keep the royal law found in Scripture... Love your neighbor as yourself, you are doing right. But if you show favoritism, you sin and are convicted by the law as a lawbreaker. 
And then James 2, 12 through 13, speak and act as those who are going to be judged by the law that gives freedom, because judgment without mercy will be shown to anyone who has not been merciful. Mercy triumphs over judgment. Wow. Yeah. So that's, he really just kind of lays it all out there. You know, the, a lot of people do. A lot of the Bible has, you know, the people who are trying to lay the foundation for the church to grow and grow. And for us today, many people think that the apostles were totally different and that we should have nothing to do with them. <laughs> they were just those people back then. But they laid this groundwork so that we could learn just what the early church was learning and just what Jesus told them. Right. Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> well, we may look back and say, I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> just well, like that, too. Yeah, just like that. Well, it is true that the early church had to learn this lesson since they didn't understand everything God had for them. But we need to remember that if we break any part of the law, we are under judgment too. Right. If that's what we're going by, is judging people by the law or what we think, then we are judging the law. And that's not how it's supposed to be. If we do that, we're broken ourselves, you know? Correct. So, yep. we're not saying this to bring condemnation. We want to make that purposefully clear. We, you know, we have some times where we struggle with this too, you know. I've had this and I have to stop and say, no, you know what, God, you love that person and I will love that person. We're not saying this to say, you need to do this and you need to do that. We're just saying, like on the contrary, we're bringing things to remembrance so that we can walk in all that God has for us. We're building each other up as we remember how we are to treat one another. That's right. Paul was speaking to the Romans about how God had dealt with men from the beginning of time. So Romans 2 verses 1 through 3 out of the NLT, which is the New Living Translation, says, You may think you can condemn such people, but you are just as bad, and you have no excuse. When you say they are wicked and should be punished, you are condemning yourself, for you who judge others do these very same things. And we know that God in his justice will punish anyone who does such things. Since you judge others for doing these things, why do you think you can avoid God's judgment when you do the same things? Yikes. That's something we really need to remember. We are not perfect. The other people around us are not perfect. But we can still have a relationship with him and everyone can be saved. And it's just we're probably never going to get on the same page with everyone around the world just because they've been taught differently and things like that. But we have to bring it back to Jesus yes. every time. Every time. Every time. So in conclusion, the Word tells us to be quick to listen and slow to anger. If we follow these simple commands and trust fully in the Lord, we can see others the way God sees them. We are all his loved ones. We don't always have to agree, but we do have to love each other. And we're going to close out with James 1, verses 19 through 21. This is out of the Tree of Life version. It says, Know this, my dear brothers and sisters. Let every person be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. 
For human anger doesn't produce the righteousness of God. So put away all moral filth and excess of evil and receive with humility the implanted word which is able to save your souls. Amen. So we just need to remember, don't have the prejudice that some people have. And if we start to feel that way, stop and say, you know, sometimes I say out loud, no, I'm not going to judge this person because I don't know where they are. So if God loves them, I love them. (laughs) (laughs) I may not have wonderfully nice things to say about them, but I do keep it to myself and I don't say that to them or against them. Yeah, it's hard to love the unlovable too sometimes. It is. Or the unlovely. (laughs) But Jesus loved the unlovable in the Bible. Yep. And so nobody is completely unlovable. They just may seem like it. (laughs) They just just don't know where their heart is. Yeah. So, all right. So uh, I got a question for you. Have you ever received Jesus as your Lord and Savior? You may be listening to this and you have been thinking, you know, you know, they've been talking about, you know, Romans 10 verses 9 through 10 says about confessing with your mouth. But, you know, I've never done that before. I've never believed that God did, that God raised Jesus from the dead. Well, this is the most important decision that you will ever make in your entire life. It really is. It doesn't matter. You know, this, this body we're in is temporary. Uh, this earth we're in is temporary. We're, we're part of the, the ultimate statistic. Ten out of ten people die. That's a good statistic. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Yeah. So, let's look at what God's Word says. Like I said, we, we looked at Romans 10, verses 9 through 10. It says this, and this is how we always say it, that if you will confess Jesus with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And then a couple more lines down, Romans 10 verse 13 says, For whoever will call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. So by God's grace, He has already done everything to provide salvation for you, for me, and for everyone. Our part is to mainly do two things. We just have to believe and receive. Like I said earlier, it's not a works-based thing. Mm-hmm. It's not by what we do for God. It's what Jesus has already done for us. That's right. So if you're ready to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I want you to pray this out loud with me. I want this to be from your heart, though. It's got to be from your heart. It's, it's got to be a heart change. Yeah. And you must repent of your sins, which means confess your sins to God and turn from them and don't do them any longer. See, when, once you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, uh, if you truly have made a heart change, then you're not going to want to do those things again. Yeah. You know? So pray this with me. Jesus, I confess that you are my Lord and Savior. I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead. By faith in your word, I receive salvation now. Thank you for saving me. Amen. Amen. And the very moment that you commit your life to Jesus Christ, the truth of His Word will instantly come to pass in your spirit. And that means that you've been born again and that there is a brand new you. Yay! Amen. So if you have prayed that prayer, we would love to hear from you and we would love to do anything we can to help you. 
uh, as far as continuing to grow yes. and understanding the decision you just made. Mm -hmm. So go to our website, www.themessengersradio.com, and click on that Contact Us button. You can fill that little form out, and it'll email both Patricia and myself. Or right above that little form are our individual emails. So if you want to email one of us individually. So what we would love yeah. to hear from you. We'd also love to hear from you if you have any prayer requests. If you have yes. anything that we can be standing on the word with you with. Mm -hmm. Or if you have questions about the Bible. Yep. You know, we would love to help in any way we can. Mm -hmm. We're not going to claim that we know everything. But yeah. if we don't know it, we will find out what the answer is. That's right. And we'll get back with you. Mm -hmm. So. We look forward to hearing from you, though. Also on our website, if you look on the, the front page or any of the pages, really, you can contact us or, or link up with us through Facebook and Twitter and uh, all those other things, oh, Spreaker yeah. and uh, SoundCloud. Yeah. There's many, many different uh, aspects we have. that We're everywhere. YouTube. You, <laughs> YouTube? We, we need to do some YouTube things, don't we? We do. We need I'd to do like more. to hear from you. If you, guys want to hear us, if you guys want to see us do a little more YouTube stuff. So we'd love to hear from you on that, too. So Anyway, until next episode, we appreciate you guys listening, and we look forward to any feedback. Yes, we love you guys. Take it easy. Bye. We would like to thank you for listening to this episode of The Messengers. We pray that it has been a blessing to you. We would like to thank all of our listeners on SoundCloud from the 29 different countries. You can join us on our website at themessengersradio.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Look for Messengers Radio. And you can also find us on SoundCloud at The Messengers. We look forward to hearing from you. Mm -hmm.